You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Mid-afternoon, Joe. Yes, mid-afternoon. So these sessions are moving around a fair bit at the moment, aren't they? So Yeah, Shafji's life. It's good to be able to move it around when it needs to be. Absolutely. But yeah, here we are Friday. Who knows what's got to come the next few days before this does get published. Absolutely. But, um, here we are. Yeah, what a week. What, what a week. What We're a about week. to talk about connection, but oh, it's just driving to get... Mm something to eat before and tuned into the news and felt like turning off but you just can't no. it's uh, there's a lot going on um, there is. it feels it feels heavy it feels heavy there's a lot to process there and hearts go out to everyone in ukraine and Absolutely. everyone involved regardless of side really yeah War exactly fun. yeah no it's um it is a very you know i think you have to sit with the feeling of it don't you which is just one of despair you know, and kind of looking, looking into a world and, you know, you hope that we are better than this, but often at times in human history, as well as human present times, we are not um, Mm -hmm. better, better than this. And, you know, I think it's, as you said, you always feel for the people who get wrapped up in it, who, you know, through no fault of their own are trying to go about their daily lives. And then next thing they know, they're kind of caught up in a, in a conflict zone, which is, uh, you know, I've kind of been saying to friends, it's, you know, it's a bit like penis waving, right? It's that it often, you know, it's crap and it just doesn't I mean you want to say it doesn't need to happen kind of arguing with the world but it doesn't actually get you anywhere to to kind of argue argue against what is actually reality I think it's it's looking you know unfortunately looking into the your own sense of despair and actually looking into really what's actually going on is where you you know coming back to what we're here really to talk about is that you can actually connect with the experience that must be going on on the ground over there it's not a abstract conflict it's not a something that is happening somewhere else in the world this could just as easily be happening here or kind of anywhere else where people are actually listening to this and you know you can replace a ukrainian subway for your own sense of where you would actually seek shelter or you could replace the fact that you know people are fleeing for a border through what you would do with your own families and i think that's part of connecting to actually the experience that these poor ukrainians must be going through Hmm. it's a it's a big scene um sitting down and trying to understand the gravitas of what was about to become. And, you know, I think everyone fears World War Three. Everyone fears all of this mm-hmm. and fears the next wave, pandemics calming down, what's next? And um, it feels like it's pretty front and centre, what is next? But just understanding what a war is in a global context is really mm-hmm. bizarre. I remember sitting down with a partner and she's like, well, why can't? We just not do war. I feel like everyone's fighting someone else's war. I'm taking a penis um, yeah. idea hmm. and imagining onto it. And it really is just, I suppose, apparatuses going at it. Absolutely. Um, in, a, in a backyard, essentially, which yep. is scary. And I saw a good uh, BBC report going into Russia and asking some people in Russia, which is pretty brave of the Russians to actually speak out of mm. where it is at the moment. And, and one young lady over there as well said similar sentiment. It's just like, it's not our war. It's not anyone's war. It's maybe um, Putin and Joe Biden. I don't know. It's a, yeah. it's a heavy thing. And it's like, where does the people come into this? And obviously nowhere mm. near it, except they, if they get wrapped into it. I think so. I think so. 
mm. brutal place to land, but the Sachi's War. It is, it is. And, you know, I think so much of when you, when you kind of look back through conflicts that, you know, humans have held, we've, we've always been in conflict at some level with some, with some group that's, you know, it's really, I think the thing that I heard is like, you know, this is the longest time that Europe has ever been peaceful, right, in, in known human history. And so, but that, then that begs the question, well, why can't it continue? And, but I think the thing that, we all have to hold on to in moments like this is how do you stay with your own humanity and how do you actually connect with the kind of the understanding of the every man who's not or the every woman who's not caught up in in this conflict and be able to actually have empathy for the situation that they actually find find themselves in and you know it's it's hard but i think you have to try to hold an open heart and not actually shut it off because in that i think you find a way to connect and kind of get out of the political operation of it now war is not pretty war is, takes lots of different things and you know it can escalate very very quickly but those are different decisions than being able to hold empathy for both sides that are actually going through this because the common person in both of those areas has not asked for this hmm. That's true. They have not asked for this. And then, yeah, how people hear that coming out is is a connection point and that does lead us into where we're going and out mm. of conflict, which we tried to sort of dance around the conflict that was playing out when we were talking about conflict and narrative and how it all plays out. And mm. we could chat for a long time on the conflict narrative that's gone between mm. East and the West and what that actually does politically, geopolitically and where it mm. positions politics, what it does. And like that is one of the biggest character v character narratives that exist in, in our time. And we're seeing it play out and go front and center and see how how a whole economy, news economy, like is built off the back of that. Yeah, it's, it's no, phenomenal. It's but I think it's good to move away from that and understand what what connection is, and take our point from last week and understand that we are existing in a attention economy. This is going to really push hard around where our attention is faced. But how do we connect? there and as you say sit with it i think is such an important thing hmm. it's going to be quite easy to gloss over this if numbers rise but how Absolutely. do you actually connect um hmm. on that and then hmm. broadly how do we actually connect as as humans totally. um as we as we identified last week it feels like we live in a self-perpetuating data sphere where the numbers get all the combinations get smaller and smaller as we get fed back more more streamlined content that helps us stay connected to, to the one narrative or the one story that we yeah. have somehow chosen to be attracted to like a moth to a light. Well, Pat, I think it's, you know, you made the point last week, which, you know, I've been thinking about all week really is that we kind of, we end up stuck in these kind of like, we actually avoid conflict. But I think then the bigger piece of that is we actually therefore avoid connection, mm. right? Cause I think so much of conflict and being able to actually connect with your own self is actually being able to look at those conflicts and be able to understand that they exist in all of us, right? So even um, coming back to the Ukraine thing for a sec, there's a natural desire for every human to be omnipowerful, right? So this this idea that I can kind of run the world, I can have agency over all of this, and you can all be my kind of my serfs running it is something that is it's just innate. It's 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 the very very base of human. Strength 
survival is that we somehow have to survive. Like it's, that's just brain chemistry and we all, we all have it. But if you can connect with that, then you can kind of understand the desire to do it. But the real kind of sense of connection around people is that we actually avoid doing that. And this sense of that myself doesn't come before yourself. And this is, I think, where we find ourselves in the moment is that the more and more you avoid looking at the edges of things and the more and more you're fed the news that you want to hear rather than perhaps in the, the broad spectrum of things you need to look at we've become very very confused is that this sense of um we need to I, that connected with me like i fucking hate that phrase because <laughs> the thing is this is like why right it's like it's such a throwaway you know kind of thing to say whereas really the real question to ask yourself is like well why didn't the other piece connect with you how might other people connect with that and i think we're we're losing that right it's, it's that we're becoming very narrow in our experience it's a funny thing because i feel what you're saying there is that what I connected with, you connect with, rather, like that turn of phrase mm. really plays on this finding your tribe, yep. finding these people, finding it, which is, I think, got some really positive things to it. But it then does. no one's really shining the light on the negatives behind that finding the tribe and then also what's being sold to those tribes. Yeah. And that's <laughs> sort of where we've landed and we haven't figured out, like, we've got a metro system. Imagine our, like, society is a metro, but with... A bit like Melbourne's metro. So Melbourne's metro has like train lines that go out to the suburbs, but there's no, they never reconnect. There's no reconnection <laughs> yeah. to those. So it's like a spider web without anything going across, yep. if I've managed to depict that. But I feel like that is what's happened to us. There's a positive there that we've got a metro yep. and people have found niche communities and feel heard and feel part of something, but then they can't hear the other. Well, they can't hear the others because there's so many. I think that's right. I think that's absolutely right, Pat, is that the thing that you're touching on there is, you know, I guess when I say like, I hate that, that turn of phrase is that because it, in some ways it excludes, and it also, I think it disempowers you. So just because you connect with something like the, that's great. And no one should ever challenge that. So, I mean, people can be into whatever they want to be into. It doesn't actually matter in the grand, in the grand scheme of things. They can have whatever quirks they want. They can broadly act as long as they're acting in a way within defined laws as they want to. The, the thing that then happens is that you kind of go, well, I connect with that. So therefore I don't look at this or, and we, unfortunately go what i connect with is somehow superior to what you connect with right and that's that's so problematic exactly. and it just becomes but you never see the you never get the case represented back to you right so it's like youtube's classic Doesn't right money no but <laughs> it's a it's a classic like it's a really interesting thing so like i mean i you know like i, I love longboarding surfing and stuff and kind of like working through kind of like you know proper cross-stepping like little minute details and stuff so like i'll watch like a lot of youtube tutorials just on stupid things like where like your heels should be versus where your toes should be right in terms of as you walk to, to kind of hang 10 and all of that sort of stuff where you should put your weight now in doing that what i get served up is like i'm into all forms of surfing but what i end up getting more and more is that to the exclusion of kind of really cool stuff that's going on in shortboarding or big wave surfing and so it's already pushed me in that way and you, you actually have to consciously go okay now i'm going to search for something about big wave surfing to balance that out so i can re format the algorithm but 
I th- I, the reason I raise that is that that happens to all of us, mm. right? But you, by nat- by nature, if that translates to your behavior, i.e. longboarding superior to shortboarding, you're in trouble when you go back into the friendly confines of the ocean. You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Your hosts, Patrick Beggs of Per Production, a production house that works with organisations to create media that strengthens culture and communicates that culture to the world. And Joe Rogers, CEO of The Contenders, a brand agency famous for crafting brands which deliver results for those who work for them, shop for them and support them. For more information, head to baupod.co. And if you find this podcast insightful, please help us by telling a friend and rating us on iTunes. Thank you. Now back to our conversations. So it's that trade-off with feeling, it's like feeling connected, but we're feeling so connected that we avoid confrontation, but (laughs) we're in that connection through our narratives harbour confrontation by its Mm. very existence. So we just haven't quite nailed that piece. It's so true. It's such a trade-off because I think it's a beautiful thing that's landed and I think it's broken down some cultural norms and done some amazing work around what is your truth. But I Mm. think the problem that's happened is your truth is everyone's truth. That's where we have sort of haven't made that transfer being like, Everyone has their own. It's all right. Yeah. Try and try and see the other way. Yeah, it's going, bro. <laughs> no. But that doesn't. It hasn't. It hasn't landed that piece. And no. I think that's where societies can really capture a lot of value. There, communities, organisations can really capture if they can get that piece right to be able to be able to be like, well, we stand for this and we're here for this, and to be able mm. to sit there, their story to be able to house that mm. or to be able to, I suppose, preach that listening aspect and to be able to have sit those communities with one another but that's my perspective <laughs> and no. it's not a truth but it's my truth that i see and i think that's where we need to head unless we go into this well war three scenario where it's very going to be character v character pick a side and it's mm. a, it's a scary history repeating thing i've studied history and it's you can feel it and i hate to say it i had that conversation with sondra and mm said my truth and it scared the crap out of me what came out of my mouth but i was like i mm. want to tell yep. how i actually see what's going on and there's so many similarities yeah. in terms of where society's sitting to pre-world war Two. yep and no there is and you know it's a, it's that thing about that you start to define kind of the the other right so it's and i think this is you know connection starts to diminish in the in those scenarios so once you can start to go well they're the the other therefore there's already this natural natural schism right i mean it's like i do it like as you know with like people who stand up paddleboard now (laughs) my broad starting point for most of those people is one of mild hatred in terms of kind of where where they come from but it's but yeah but it's mild yeah it's true but it's directed at a specific behavior right which i don't actually like i can't connect with because i don't believe it's fair right so what i've had to work through in my own processing of all of that is to actually kind of rather than just do the classic things that you do in a surf lineup when you're not happy with people like hassle them just drop in for the sake of it to ruin their ride all of these kind of things that you do to push someone kind of off 
I've had to learn in myself that that's that's my own stuff, but what's present in the water is actually they don't really know the decorum of a place, and they actually feel excluded and not necessarily included in the convo that's kind of happening with everyone that's actually there. So just having simple conversations about like the norms here are we all share waves, right, or that type of stuff has yeah is starting to make progress. Well, hold that telephone. <laughs> I know. What has happened? I know. Joe? I know. Joe Rogers, what has happened? You were well, the Jeff I feel like I, in I the feel, sea. I feel like I hit my People head. People had no ankles <laughs> after surfing stand up next to you. That's true. That's I'm, true. But what, what can happen? But what can happen now? Leading by example in a time that is so that needed. Be, so needed. But yet, if only, if only, I guess the Russians could do, do something similar. Because I think it's so much of... Like the reason I wanted to share the story is that it's a lot of what happens in life, right? So it's kind of, you actually have to, as I think in any form of kind of connection conversation, you have to reassess what you're bringing to it. But my worry for the world at the moment is how does that happen when you're fed so much of this stuff that you just already want to hear, right? And you just buy in and you buy in and you buy in until you get to a point where you're actually like, well, they're not even human at, at the other end, right? And that's what I realized was happening to me, right? I was just like, they're at, I don't even see them as human yeah. anymore. I see them as an enemy that I have to... You see how easily it happens. Yeah. And that's what's... That's what's scary. That's what's scary mm-hmm. as how with where we've, where we've stopped and where we're going exactly it's like that othering is it's so strong we talked about it there was the physical wall being put up but there's so many Mm. so many metaphorical and social walls that are being put up around the other and you know Mm. you dehumanize the other so quickly like you did with the subs and it's amazing to hear you break down that wall but it's but i'm not yeah no i know you've seen it it's then that's why i brought it up but it's more like that that I still will have issue with the behavior, right? But the thing that I can try to do is be more inclusive in the way that I choose to treat that, to kind of engage. Now, if it keeps happening, I'm probably still going to go all Jack Russell on them and kind of, you know, keep pushing them to the edge of the lineup. But that's, but that's kind of like a fairness. That's a fairness thing. But uh, what I realized is that I was getting to the point in my own self where I actually just innately saw them as something I needed to to fight off rather than being a little bit more perhaps selective in trying to understand that it's not present in all of them. Some of them simply just don't know. Others do it intentionally, but even by saying it, you're probably going to shape their behavior because they believe no one's watching. There was all of this kind of stuff that was going through my head, but I think it, the reason I bring it up is that I think it applies in situations like this with with Russia. And when you look at the response that the world's kind of giving is that they're all of those kind of things. They're going, this is not the norm of how we do stuff. People are watching. We are taking action. But yet, underneath it all, the behavior is the worry because they don't see, right? And this is where it gets really problematic in that if you can't connect at that level around it's probably not appropriate to do this. It becomes highly problematic to build a connection. Yeah, the dangerous thing is as well, because we're talking hard about bubbles here and we're going to go back into narrative here and the narrative running out of Russia, at least Kremlin Russia, is that Russia was born of Ukraine. And yep. that's, you name it propaganda, you name it their truth, well, whatever you want to name it. And that yep. Countries have a very tactful way of telling story to garner sure. support. And that's yep. what they're going up against. So they're yep. saying everything else is... So where does the give and take... Um, we don't have the answers. We here, don't have though. the answers. And that's no. a really hard place to come from when mm. there's dead set headbutts. And this is confrontation in its no. hardest form that we're seeing. 
emulate into a wall. Yeah. And what comes of that is, to be honest, not the best. No. So the connection piece, how do you connect there? Just Yeah. Well, I think you have to come back to the fact that it's about holding empathy and trying to hold space for the actual people who are going going through yeah. this. Now, if you just you know, you kind of go leadership style to leadership style. I'm kind of, I guess, kind of philosophy to philosophy and kind of worldview to worldview. That's by its very nature, as we already discussed, is is in conflict. But if you try to sit human to human and just be like, my God, if this was happening here, how would how would I actually feel going through that process? And what must they be going through? And you kind of, I think you have to separate yourself from the actual kind of the fact that it's a war and understand the consequences that actually happen for people to be able to actually maintain a connection to it. It's, and it's uncomfortable mm. to, to sit with it. And, you know, I would encourage everyone to kind of, you know, as you take in news is to try to understand how it's framed to you. What's the framing that is actually delivered to you. But if you can try to stay connected to the actual imagery you're actually seeing, right. And, you know, just be able to kind of sit with the fact that that's really happening. Mm. Right. And I think so much of this becomes abstract for, for people. Even for Not people here. on the ground. Like yep. It's, yep. But the framing piece, I think, is great advice because I think it reveals a lot about the story that goes on behind and the old the dick, swilling, dick swinging that happens. Absolutely. But the framing of it really shows where people sit, ulterior motives and what they're trying to push. But then the lived experience of people in those war zones is horrendous. Uh, horrendous. But also you don't want to... Like, I don't know how how to... Because victimizing is a really dangerous thing as well. And saying, oh, yep. poor you. What Ukrainian people are doing right now is yep. incredibly brave hmm. um, in terms of holding ground um, and what that, what that actually means. What that actually means in terms of a community connecting. Correct. Um, and what conflict can do in yep. terms of galvanizing a community, which yep. is... Often, whether it's a good thing or bad thing, but that is a deep connection that people will feel for a very long time. And I feel like people feel out both sides, but then there's a strong side when it's a military coming onto a, a populace. It's, it's a big, strong, hmm. strong feeling and a lot of lives are going to be lost. But yeah, to victimize them, I think, is a dangerous place sure. to go. But to empathize and to understand what's happening and trying to, trying yeah. to find those voices, I think you can get swamped in news reporters saying what's going on and they're trying mm. to get views on screen everyone's trying to you know yep. own sure. own the telecast that is the wall the... yep so trying to find that place and understand there i think that's when i think connection to what actually means to exist mm. is can be found sometimes and it's a powerful thing that happens when you face mortality in the way that a lot of people are going to probably face over in ukraine it's a it's a hard truth it is it is and i think that's you know where where we can start to head next is kind of like what gets in the way of connection at a very human level mm. a lot of that is about so if, if you can hold a space of empathy i think but then it's kind of like it's the fear piece that comes through and you know like what you're talking about about bravery is absolutely that is that there's no doubt you can put yourself in the shoes of someone who's actually in ukraine but you should also try to understand the fear that you would feel in, in doing that and knowing the humanity in making the decision that you have to do it 
anyway, right? So these, these are the types of things that you didn't choose it, right? Mm. You didn't choose it, but you have to, right? And there's lots of different reasons that are very, very complicated. Of course, you can run, you can do all these things, but there's a lot of sense of that, no, there's something here that I connect with. And that's all often gets thrown out the window in these conversations. Eh? It's like, you know, I, you know, I tried to have this conversation the other day um, around that, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to leave, right? I wouldn't want, you know, like I, I wouldn't, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't want my family in the way, yeah. right? But I wouldn't want to leave. I really like what is here, right? And that to me is a bit bigger than myself. So it's, there's kind of all of these things that I think we often kind of, we discount rather than actually trying to really kind of, you know, what you're saying is really, you could, you have to look into it, not through the lens of that they're being victimized by a foreign power, but actually the humanity and the bravery that, and what having a life and having a sense of yourself truly plays out as. Mm. Yeah. Looking forward to going into that next week. Like yeah. it gives you hard to uh, fully comprehend here and how lucky you are in Australia and what, what everything is. But mm. um, yeah, hearts, hearts go out to everyone who's experiencing some serious hard truths right now. Absolutely. Across the board and looking forward to understanding what connection is deeper next week and exploring that a bit further and what yeah. it actually so the means. role of emotion in connection yeah yeah all right thanks pat thanks Joe. thank you for listening to bau business as unusual subscribe and learn more at baupod.co that's baupod.co